Hello and welcome to episode seven of the Compton School podcast. On this festive holiday Christmas edition, we will have a look at the Eco Club and the fantastic work they're doing at literally saving the world. We have a look at some of our year 12 students and they talk about the transition between coming from a different school to the Compton School sixth form and how positive that was for them. And we also have an interview with some year 11 students when they discuss a Christmas carol. Very topical for the moment. Enjoy the episode. We wish all our listeners a Merry Christmas, a Happy New Year. And as a reminder, if you're yet to donate to our Movember page, that link is still active on our website. Okay, so here we are joined by a couple of year 12 students, um, me, myself, Miss Kubelay, and we've got Senna, Alfie and Mariona joining us. They are all in year 12 and they all joined the Compton School in September of this year, 2020. So um, they all used to attend different schools. Mariona, what school did you attend? St Mary's and St John's. Alfie? Fran Barnett. And Senna? Fran Barnett School. Lovely. So local to the area. Um, and you were there during year 7 to 11 and then came to the sixth form uh, to do your A-levels. Yeah. Yes. Brilliant. And how is it going doing your A-levels first year of year 12, Mariona? How are you finding it? It's a bit nerve-wracking, but... Um, I feel like I'm getting the work done. Okay, brilliant. What subjects are you doing? Sociology, psychology and business. Brilliant. What's your favourite? Uh, sociology. Okay. Alfie, what about you? Yeah, I'm really enjoying it at sixth form. The education's a lot better. Well, like, I prefer it to how secondary school was done. And yeah, it's good. Okay, what subjects are you taking? Uh, economics, history and politics. Fantastic. And what's your favourite? Um, so far, probably history, because it's the subject I'm most passionate about. Brilliant. And Senna, lastly, what subjects are you taking? I'm doing um, English literature, business studies and music technology. Interesting. So how's that all going? Oh, they're all going great. I'm enjoying English literature the most. Oh, brilliant. And this is a question to all of you. What's it like going from doing GCSEs in the summer to A-levels now in, in this term? Um, it's quite a big jump, like the, the stuff you do in A-level feels very different, it's a lot more in-depth studies of things, but uh, I, I enjoy it, I kind of prefer it. So what's the difference then in, in the teaching and in the learning from when you were doing GCSEs to now doing A-level? Well it feels more independent, like you are in charge of what you do more, and the teachers don't really like force things on you, it's the harder you work. Okay, so you mean sort of you're in control of how much effort you're yeah, putting exactly. in? Yeah. Brilliant. And would you agree with that, Mariona, or have a different view? Yeah, I definitely agree with that, especially because of COVID. Like, the, the amount of time we had off, like, really impacted how my, like, how I revise and stuff. And I kind of forgot all of that. You mean whilst you were doing year 11? Or? Yeah. Okay. So, because you went, we went into lockdown, didn't we, in sort of end of March. So you guys didn't get to actually sit GCSE exams. Um, so you did you feel that you that had an impact? Yeah, but like with the Compton and the teachers here, like they've given me a lot of revision resources, and the students and my friends are very like supportive, and we help each other really, which is really nice. Fantastic. 
Senna, this one's for you. Why did you choose to attend the sixth form at the Compton? Past exams were very good and they had very high grades. And plus, I lived locally as well, so it, w- it worked both ways. Fantastic. And are you happy with the choice that you made? 100%. I love it. Alfie, same question to you. Why, why did you choose to come here to do your A-levels? Same as Senna. When I was looking at the colleges around here, this was like the best option for me. It seemed like it was not like... Because the main options around here is like Woodhouse and stuff like that. And I, I wasn't ready to go to like somewhere like Woodhouse and Compton was the best option for me then. So when you say you weren't ready to go somewhere like Woodhouse, what do you mean by that? Well, what we were told a lot was that uh, Woodhouse was very like strict and independent and I didn't think I'd be able to cope with that. Okay, so like it's got that college feel to it, whereas ours is more a sixth form, so it's got the school attached. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And Mariona, what about you? Why did you choose to, to come to the Compton sixth form? I heard it through family and friends. I like to come here because I wanted like a new beginning, a fresh start, and I feel like um, Compton could provide me with that. So, yeah, it was nice. Brilliant. Well, we are really happy to have the three of you here. Um, and obviously this time last year, you were going through this process of applying to six forms and colleges for... Uh, the start of 2020 what advice would you give to any current year 11 students who are maybe doing the same thing right now they're thinking about their future and they're applying to Compton sixth form or other colleges and schools what advice would you give them Alfie I mean they probably hear this a lot but I definitely don't just choose the one that your friends are going to choose the one that you feel will benefit you the most and the one that you want to go to Brilliant. Can you add to that at all, Mariona? Yeah, I mean, like, you'll always make friends wherever you go. Like, I barely had any friends, like, from my old school that came here, but I made a lot of friends here. So, obviously, friends isn't an issue. Choose whatever you want, and the subjects as well. You need to, like, think about them very carefully. Don't be like, oh, okay, you'll look good on my university application. It doesn't really matter. As long as you enjoy it, and you know that you'll do good in it, then you should take that one because you have to commit to it a lot. What's it been like, Alfie, starting year 12 in the middle of a global pandemic? Um, it's been like quite hard because there's things we have to like work around which wouldn't normally be there, like having to wear masks in corridors, that kind of things, and not being able to do some of the activities we would have been able to do, like trips and uh, mm. you know sports teams, that kind of stuff. But um, hopefully it will improve soon when cases start to drop. Yeah, Mariona, the same question to you. Have you found that kind of starting somewhere, doing year 12, somewhere new in the middle of a global pandemic has had any effects on you? It has in regards to like enrichment, but other than that, like through MS Teams and all of the resources that the teachers give us, it's like quite simple to do good. Like as long as, it literally depends on you, as long as you focus, then it's fine because the teachers have given you all the resources anyways. Well, thank you so much for joining me and going through these um, sort of useful questions that I think would be valuable to any students thinking about coming here. Um, I've kind of asked you a little bit about what you're doing, what you like. Have you got anything that you would like to recommend or think that could be improved? Is there anything that you'd like to see different at all happening? Alfie? I think maybe there should um, be some more 
activities in class to kind of break the awkwardness when we first arrived because for a lot of the first few weeks like no one was talking no one was contributing and it was like quite hard to get through the lesson as the teacher was just waiting for people to respond so I think maybe some activities in classes to like break the ice and get to know each other. Ordinarily at the start of year 12 you guys would have been on an induction trip which obviously we didn't get to do Mm. this year so um yeah, that's definitely something to, to bear in mind. So more activities that allow you to, to bond as a class or get to know each other better. Yeah. Okay. Mariona, anything that you think would benefit? I just want more sports teams, like more sports available because I really want to join some sports teams. But obviously during COVID it's a bit tough. But yeah. After it so dies, what specifically, um, what sports? Uh, volleyball. Okay. Well, that's definitely something that we can put to the PE department. So that's worth mentioning. Thank you. And thank you, all of you, Senna, Alfie and Mariona, all three external students that joined us this year for Year 12. You're listening to the Compton School Podcast. Hello, and today we are joined by Year 7 Global Citizens Club. Let's introduce our Year 7s. Hello, my name is Aaron and I'm from 7P. Hi, I'm Ethan and I'm also from 7P. Hi, I'm Jessica and I'm from 7S. Lovely, thank you for joining us. Today we are also joined by Miss Jadu from the Science Department and Miss Richardson from the Geography Department. We are also lucky enough to be joined by Louis, one of our Geography students in Year 13. Today we are going to be talking to you all about being eco-friendly in, around and outside of school. We are here today to tell you all about the importance of being eco-friendly so that we can protect our planet and protect future generations of people. Most of the energy we use and all of the waste we dispose is harming of the environment. The world is becoming a much warmer place and this could lead to disasters in the future. As mentioned by Mr Curley, today we are joined by Miss Juddu from the Science Department and we are going to ask her a few questions about her stance in protecting the environment. So firstly, welcome Miss Juddu. Why do you think it's so important to be eco-friendly? Thank you, Ethan. Um, I think it's important for a lot of reasons. More importantly, so that we can live a more sustainable life and also we're protecting the environment for future generations. I think perhaps generations in the past haven't been as thoughtful as your generation is, and you're doing a lot more now to support the environment, and I think that's really, really important. Thank you. Okay, next question. What particular actions do you take in in order to ensure you are eco-friendly? So I think I could do more, but currently I have cut back on my spending in terms of clothing. Definitely trying to do more buying secondhand clothes instead of just buying fast fashion. Also cutting back on the amount of meat that I'm eating, because obviously, as you're aware, meat farming creates a lot of greenhouse gases. As you know, my favourite water bottles. I'm not buying plastic, um, single-use plastics anymore. I'm trying really, really hard. And I think in the new year, I'm going to try to go plastic-free for as long as possible. So including um, shampoo bottles, buying solid shampoos um, in paper bags. Mm -hmm. Thank you very much. What advice would you give to students in school that want to become more eco-friendly? I think it's really important for them to realise that any little thing that they do will make a huge difference. I think sometimes people think, well, if I do it, it's not going to make any difference. Small things, reusable water bottles, buying glass instead of plastic, using paper instead of plastic. Plastic is really, really, as you know, very, very awful. Global citizens meet every single Monday after school in the Humanities Corridor from 2.40 to 3.40. 
We are always on the lookout for new global citizens, so if you're interested, please contact Mr. Curly or Miss Richardson. You're listening to the Compton School Podcast. Hello and welcome to our discussion of A Christmas Carol. So can I introduce my guests? Uh, hello, my name is Jason. Uh, I'm Jimmy. Hello. Hi there, guys. So my first question for you is, do you think A Christmas Carol is still relevant today? I feel like The Christmas Carol is a very relevant story because it tells a story of a man who uh, grows through time and and becomes a better person by the end of the story, which every everyone on the world can can relate to and like become I guess better. I also think it's still relevant because we still live in a capitalist society today and so many people out there are only mindful of themselves rather than every no- everyone else. Okay, so people are too still too self-centred. So then I guess my next question is, if it was set today, what would the story look like? I feel it would be, of course, in a, in a more modern modern society, not, not like in a Victorian era, a high level of poverty. I think, I think there would be less, there would be more modern, modern parts to it. Yeah, so what's this modern selfishness like then? Kind of just like ignoring people in need and pushing aside the idea of helping them and aiding them in any way that they can. And like, and like maybe like involving technology even more into, into mm. it because of the 21st century. Uh, so technology makes us more selfish, do you think? Or gives us more opportunities it gives for us, charity? It gives us more power. Uh-huh. It gives the people who have more money, they have more techno- better technology and they have more power. And they can control more, I guess, of the world. So rather than Scrooge, what kind of person then would be the centre of this story? I think us in a way. Oh, tell me. Society as a whole, I feel like we don't put enough work and enough effort into those who don't are less fortunate than us. I feel I feel like we're we're getting to know, we're getting to realise who are less fortunate in the world, but I feel like we need to act upon it to get better as a whole society. Yeah, it's interesting. It sounds like ordinary people nowadays have as much power as Scrooge did back then in terms of. <laughs> In terms of helping out, yeah. Um, just on that theme, then about charity and helping out, it seems to me that people are more generous at Christmas time. Is that good or bad? Being generous is good, but I feel like if you're generous, you should be throughout your whole life. You, you should be generous, like not not just because oh it's Christmas time, give presents away or give money to the poor just because it's Christmas. If you're genuinely good-hearted, then you should express it not not always through money but like through through your actions as well like volunteering and stuff i personally think that people are more generous to themselves at christmas because you see they have all the like christmas meals and just the, the togetherness that people on the streets and people who are less fortunate don't have and although we do have organizations which do help people in need in winter i feel like that's not really enough because not all societies included it's only some pick and choose, like people choose to support them. Yeah, I see what you mean. It, it feels like, linking back to Christmas Carol, it feels like Scrooge is the happiest of all at the end, perhaps happier than the people he's giving charity to. So we have this question of whether the charity is really for himself. The transformation is for his own conscience. I feel like the only reason he changed is because he got like subconsciously threatened by Marley. Mm. Like, if you don't change, you become like me. And he didn't do it through a good willing part. Eventually, yeah, he saw how unfortunate people were. But at the start, I think he, he got threatened into it. Okay, so my next question. Should non-Christians feel excluded from Dickens' story? 
Oh, no, I don't think that they should because I feel like the story as a whole, it told a story about a man who was selfish and anyone could be selfish, whether they're Christian or non-Christian. And it just told a story of them finding themselves and finding forgiveness and togetherness. And I feel like that's what Scrooge went through. And I don't feel like only Christians feel that way or should feel like that. And do you mean? I, I agree with that. I mean, I feel like, yeah, the story is to become, the, the moral of the story is to become a better person than you are currently. And Christian or not, you, I think everyone has room for improvement. Okay, so I'm, you know, we read this story about this guy who transforms himself from horrible to a great person and everybody's happy in the end. Is Dickens a bit naive and a bit idealistic with that, do you think? The, the, the time and space that, that the change occurred in was, I feel, a bit too fast for that type, that extent of change to occur because that just happened overnight. Like he became from a selfish, greedy person to a charitable person overnight, so I feel like that's very unrealistic. With the whole ghost thingy, I feel like not many people you know, have that. Not many people have these people trying to change them or have these people trying to make them see better. And I feel like Dickens chose that, which was great, but not everyone has the conscience and the mindset to change as the ghost mage Scrooge do. Yeah, so we see he himself lacked the conscience and needed these external pressures. But then nowadays, do we still have... Well, obviously, most people didn't have the ghosts visiting them in those days, but do we have some equivalent? Is there some moral force for good in the 21st century, do we think? I feel like people need to find themselves on their own. I feel like they need to set their own paths and take their own risks and chances and beliefs. And I feel like if someone were to say that, oh, the people who are less fortunate than them aren't important or anything like that, I feel like that's just them. And it's going to be quite hard to change that because some people are quite stubborn and it takes a lot for them to be able to change their minds and sometimes it just doesn't work. Well, guys, thank you very much for this chat. It's been really enlightening hearing your views on A Christmas Carol and look forward to discussing it further in class. You're listening to the Compton School Podcast. Thank you so much for listening to the Compton School Podcast. We hope you have a wonderful holiday, a very deserved break and a happy new year.